In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. A warm welcome to morning Mass here at St Bride's Church in Cambridge Lang. This Mass today is the funeral Mass for Patricia Molson, uh, whom most of us here, of course, would know better as Patricia Clayton, her maiden name. Welcome to yourself, Isabel, her mum, uh, to our children, James, Jordan and Emma. Welcome to her brothers and sister, Paul and Andrew and Derek and James and Nicola. And welcome to all of the family and friends who are here with us today. Patricia's death has come very suddenly. And although it's a few weeks since her death, it's hard for us uh, to take in that she is no longer with us. And of course, it's only a short space of time since Leslie's death, her sister. It's hard for us to think that her life too, like Leslie's, has ended at a relatively young age. We think of the way of these things, that there should have been so many more years for her. Today we assemble in this place and we thank God for the life uh, that she had and all that's meant to everyone. And we ask God in our prayers to grant her eternal rest and peace. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, in whose presence the dead are alive, and to whom your saints rejoice full of happiness, grant our supplication that your servant Patricia, for whom the fleeting light of this world shines no more, may enjoy the comfort of your light for all eternity. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Please be seated. A reading from the first letter of St. John. My dear people, let us love one another, since love comes from God, and everyone who loves is begotten by God and knows God. Anyone who fails to love can never know God, because God is love. God's love for us was revealed when he sent into the world his only Son, so that we could have life through him. This is the love I mean, not our love for God, but God's love for us when he sent his Son to be the sacrifice that takes our sins away. 
My dear people, since God has loved us so much, we too should love one another. No one has ever seen God, but as long as we love one another, God will live in us, and this love will be complete in us. The word of the Lord. reading from the first letter of St Paul to the Corinthians. Be ambitious for higher gifts, 
and I am going to show you a way that is better than any of them. If I have all the eloquence of men or of angels, but speak without love, I am simply a, go a gong booming or a cymbal clashing. If I have a gift of prophecy, understanding all the mysteries there are, and knowing everything, if I have the faith in all the fullness to move mountains, but without love, then I am nothing at all. If I give away all that I possess, piece by piece, and if I even let them take my body to burn it, but I'm without love, it will do me no good, whatever. Love is always patient and kind. It is never jealous. Love is never boastful or conceited. It is never rude or selfish. It does not take offense and is not resentful. Love takes no pleasure in other people's sins, but delights in the truth. It is always ready to excuse, to trust, to hope, and to endure whatever comes. Love, do love does not come to an end. The word of the Lord. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you, and after I have gone and prepared you a place, I shall return to take you with me, so that where I am you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. It's a true saying that you never know what the new day will bring. None of us could have imagined that when that day of the 22nd of June dawned, that it would, uh, what would happen. We couldn't have known that Patricia's life would have come to an end on that day. The circumstances were, of course, that the phone call came through to Isabel. It was clear that Patricia was ill. And just a few hours later, she passed away. That day was one of those days when everything would change. Her husband Stephen would lose his wife. Isabel would lose her eldest child. Her children would lose their mother. 
brothers and sister lose their eldest sibling. It was one of those days in life when everything changes, like throwing a stone into a pool, the ripples extend out. It was a day in which everything would change, a moment in which one of those unexpected turns in the road comes and you take a different direction in life. Patricia was someone, of course, who has always been here, someone whom you lived with, someone whom you find it difficult to imagine your life without. Somehow there will now always be that feeling of someone missing from life. Today we bring Patricia to the church, the same church in which she made her sacraments, and we bring her here to this church for our final prayers. This was a church that she knew all her life and her family know well too. And she comes back to us from England to rest here with us in the sight of the houses and streets that she grew up amongst, to lie in the same grave as her sister who died just a few short months ago. We pray today that she will rest in peace with God, far from all of the weariness and disappointments of life, far away from all of the uncertainties and struggles that beset her life. She will be like that boat that finds safe harbour away from the storms and tempests. Here in this place, we are invited today to listen to the gospel which we recall God's gracious promise to us all, a free invitation to be with him, to be in a place where he is, and it's a place in which he gathers us all together. No one is excluded from this place. The doors are open, the table is set, and our place is assured. The invitation is given to us all to gather around him, who is the shepherd who guards and gathers the sheep. All are welcome in that place. Patricia herself uh, was born in Calderbank House in Bayliston on the 4th of April 1965. Her parents, Patrick and Isabel Clayton, all her life she had a great love for her parents and her parents a great love for her too. She was the eldest of the family of seven children. Family in the earliest of days lived in Shettleston and then in the Caledonian circuit. Originally she attended Bushyhill Primary School, which we see outside the chapel windows today. But she changed to St Bride's Primary School as a youngster and then went on to Trinity High School. She made her sacraments here in this church she was a very quiet child and young girl, reserved and perhaps not very confident as well. She was close to her older sister, Leslie, and would be a bit more confident when she was around about her. But she was confident enough, I have to say, to defy her mum and dad when they had given ex explicit instructions not to go to dancing. But of course, what happened was she climbed out the window to do the same, only to be marched back home by Isabel, 
when she found out what she'd done. She also had the measure of her brothers and would charge 50 pence a leg for Paul's trousers when ironing them. Paul would pay the sum of the money as he was anxious to look his best for Fiona in those days. Patricia was married uh, twice uh, to James Gardner and to Stephen Molson and was partner to Jim Howarth. She stayed uh, in a number of places in Whitleyburn, uh, Kings Crescent, Ivy Bank, Muir House, New Stevenson, Bells Hill and then finally in England. She had four children, James and Stephen and Jordan and Emma and these children are each a credit to their mum. They are fine people who have done well in life, talented, gifted themselves, and they were always allowed scope to develop by their mum. She was very proud of each of them and the way that they have each used their talents and become fine people. And in situations of great adversity, they have shown themselves great in great resilience. I want also today to thank uh, publicly the work of their beloved Nana, who has, done, who has done so much for them in their life. Patricia's children love Nana very much, and she has been their rock and the joy of their life. They have an incredible respect and love for their Nana, and she played an immense part in their life, and is no small part responsible for the good way that their lives have turned out. Each of them have learned to be independent, to look after themselves, to think for themselves, to be conscientious in anything that they did, to be loving and caring individuals. They are a credit to themselves and to all who have helped them get on in their life. Those last years of our life, uh, Patricia's life with Stephen, she found a new peace and contentment in life. Family saw her more herself, thinking of others and becoming reconnected too. They were good years that were cut all too short. And we thank Stephen, although he's not here with us, for the care and love that he showed to Patricia and the happiness and contentment that she knew with him. Isabel, especially today, we thank her for her great kindness shown to Patricia over a lifetime. She has been a very loving and caring mother and a great support to her in good times and bad. Always concerned for her, always watchful, from the moment that she gave birth to her right to her final day. The older that you get, uh, you realise what a great gift life is from God. So much can be done, so much good, so much can be achieved. Lives, as we know very often, don't run in straight lines. Life doesn't always run smoothly. But God always has a great way of turning things to the good in all our lives. In the end, of course, the Lord himself knows all our trials, all our uncertainties, all our successes, all our failures, 
And in the end, like a gentle father, he cares for us, loves us, forgives us, and pardons us when, when, need, when need be. In the end, we all depend on that loving mercy of God. Today we come to this church uh, for final prayers for Patricia. We're thankful to God for her life and all that it's meant to us. May God grant her rest and peace. May he reunite her in heaven, in his heavenly home, with Patrick, her father, Leslie, her sister, and all that she loved in her life. May God grant her and all of us peace. and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the offering of this sacrifice be pleasing to you, Lord, so that the soul of your servant, finding through your mercy the pardon she sought for all her sins, may exult forever with your saints and praise you, praise you in glory for all eternity. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. In him the hope of blessed resurrection has dawned, that those saddened by the certainty of dying might be consoled by the promise of immortality to come. Indeed, for your faithful Lord, life is changed, not ended. And when this earthly dwelling turns to dust, an eternal dwelling is made ready for them in heaven. And so with the angels and the archangels, thrones and dominions, hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. Please be seated. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, 
He took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. I ask you please to stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. 
Just a word with regard to receiving Holy Communion today. If you'd like to receive Holy Communion, then instead of coming forward, I'm just going to invite you to be uh, to stand in the place where you are. Uh, if you don't want to receive Holy Communion but would like to receive a blessing, uh, then simply to again stand in the place where you are and to put your hand over your breast, and I'll give you a blessing instead of Holy Communion. If you don't want to receive Communion or a blessing, then just simply to remain uh, seated. So may I invite you, if you'd like to receive Holy Communion or a blessing, please to stand.
priest this time. As we receive these heavenly gifts, we give you thanks, O Lord, and humbly pray for the soul of your servant, Patricia. Freed through your son's passion from the bonds of sin, may come happily into your presence. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Please be seated. Sometimes on these occasions it's nice uh, to hear a word uh, from uh, family uh, to speak to us. Uh, so I'm going to ask uh, the great Jimmy G to give us a few words. Once a big thing, Father. Yes. Um, so it's kind of surreal to be here. Sorry. It's... Um, I'd like to say thanks, and my family would like to say thanks for everybody that came. Um, there's a lot of names here that my mum would remember very well. The Claytons, the Burrows, there's Robert. Thanks, Robert, his brother. Um, the Henrys, the Grangers. Who else am I missing? I'm sure there's other ones. There's lot. Every, who? The Harlands, sorry. Everybody. Um, it's all names that my mum grew up with, and she would be very happy that we were all together. Um, it's nice for us all to be together again. Um, which hasn't happened for a long time. But I want to say um, a few thanks on behalf of the family. So, as I said, everybody that came, all the names I mentioned, but also thank you to Robert Biddle and his staff um, for your support, your understanding, your generosity, in bringing my mum home to be with her family. Robert, I'm sure my mum would be pleased and honoured that someone she grew up with and played such an important part in her, um, in her life and in these last few weeks. So thank you, Robert. Um, thank you to Father Morton. <laughs> for being so insistent in doing this speech, but um, for being a continual presence to our wider family through the many difficult periods, but also through the many happy times that the family's built over the years. Um, I'd like to thank Steve and Jordan Emma for helping to make Mum proud, for letting her feel a sense of achievement in her life, um, specifically Jordan Emma for keeping my nana on her toes, um, ensuring that there was a strong relationship between my mum and my nana, and for being patient and forgiving with my mum. Uh, thanks to my nana uh, for being an anchor of support, for always finding the time, for being the focal point of the family, the messenger, the tablet maker, the cleaner, and the encourager. Um, to our brothers and sisters, to Leslie as well, to, for being here. Um, I'm sure she drove his mental when you were waiting, I'm sure, but um, again, she'd be happy you're all here. Um, to our husband Stephen for collaborating to bring her back to Scotland and to be with her and for sharing with her the last few years of her life and her dogs, um, which gave her a bit of peace and um, calm in her life. Um, but importantly, I want to say thanks to my mum. Sometimes saying thanks to her was not always easy. Sometimes to answer the phone was not always easy. It was never easy to see her struggle and to see how her suffering could sometimes make others suffer. But she never stopped trying. She tried to find her way, to find something she could never quite find as she moved through her life, to find happiness and peace. She made so many strange, wrong choices and decisions, but equally she guided me and others to make the right choices in our lives, to follow our instincts and to follow our passions. She taught me to be ambitious, to have a love of education, to be proud of what I achieve, to love books, to love art, to love cooking. She had a sense of pride in Stephen, John and Emma's babies. It was infectious. I'm sure we can always remember. She encouraged me to travel, to be inquisitive, or as my nana would say, nosy, and be brave about the choices I make. 
She encouraged all of us to have a bond with my nana and papa. It was probably her greatest gift. Nana, so many wonderful memories of weekends away with you and my papa to Blackpool and family trips. So many um, phone calls, times of support, and times of happiness and joy. I think we all know my mum. She was um, she struggled, and, and I'm happy that she's finding peace and that she's at peace. I just want to read a small um, poem, which I think um, sums up my mum quite well. Uh, the bird that was trapped has flown. The sky that was grey is blue. The bone that was dead has grown. The dream, the, the dream that was dreamed is true. The locked door has been swung wide. The prisoner has been set free. The lips that were sealed have cried. The eyes that was blind can see. The tree that was bare is green. The room that was dull is bright. The sheet that was soiled is clean. The dawn that was dark is light. The road that was blocked has no end. The unknown journey is known. The heart that is hurt will mend. The bird that was trapped for his phone. So, again, thank you everybody for coming. Um, Father, just one thing. I think you didn't finish the story about the, the, the disco. I think um, it wasn't quite enough bringing them back and marching them back to the house. My nan and papa had some lovely marital time and nailed the window shut to keep her in. But, um. <laughs> so, thank you for coming, everybody. Isn't that good? I don't often praise you, Jimmy G, but that was good. Well done. Are you pleased with that, Nana? Please stand. <laughs> 